Oh, what's up, y'all? This is Precious Zatina, the host of the Unmother and Unbothered podcast, a place where we forgive, heal, and thrive. So why does it feel like it's been forever since I came on and just kind of talked one-on-one? I've had some dope interviews, um, April, and then I had Sean Marshall. I actually did another interview, but I'm going to release it after I release this episode, this solo episode. Um, I actually love solo episodes, but I know that in order to grow and kind of transform the show into what it really is going to be, I have got to, um, you know, invite some people on that know some things that I don't know and just to get some other perspectives. So I've had a lot of fun interviewing people and I look forward to many many more interviews if you're interested in being on the show you have a story to tell um, about being unmothered email me at unmothered and unbothered at gmail.com let me know if you follow me on social just send me a message so um it is February the 10th and um I have been so busy lately so I have really been just having my podcast on my mind I want to record all the time I don't want you guys to think I have forgotten you I want to always uh, interact on social I want to post I want to do this but I've been so busy and to be honest I'm I'm really overwhelmed at this point with things to do it's just going to be for the next couple months it is uh, IEP season if you Uh, are in education or have a child that is special needs then you know that they have an individualized uh, education plan and those are created in the spring so this is my um, season to be extremely 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 busy and to do a lot of data collection and assessing my students in order to just kind of make sure that they they are receiving the services that they need to thrive academically so I have been super busy with that. I have been super busy planning um, our community change project, myself and my student. We are um, part of the 2019 cohort of Bezos Scholars, uh, which is um, a program under the umbrella of the Bezos Family Foundation that is run by um, Mike and Jackie Bezos, Jeff Bezos' parents. Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Amazon. We had the amazing opportunity to be chosen as scholars. Um, They only picked 12 students and then their educator, uh, that's myself, my student was one of the 12 and we are the first in the state of Alabama to be picked since the inception of the program in 2005. So we um, have big shoes to create, not fill, but to create for someone else to fill. We're very proud and we have a community behind us. And so we are planning an event. Um, And then someone we found out is coming from Seattle to um, our event, which is fun, but also kind of puts a little extra layer of pressure on me, which I'm cool with. So we have IEP season, we have the Bezos Scholar um, Community Change Project. And then I am over a program at school that will take place soon. And um, I'm also toying with the idea of going back to get certification in instructional leadership, which will just be six classes. So overwhelmed is an understatement, but 
you know, life comes like this. Sometimes you're not doing much. You are chilling and everything is cool. And then sometimes you are bombarded with things to do and you just have to take the good with the bad. And it's not even bad. It's just kind of what my responsibilities are at the moment. You know, life ebbs and flows and you just flow with it. So I am happy to be on the mic with you guys to drop a little bit of knowledge. So one thing that I have been doing since the last time I spoke to you guys is doing a lot of research on healing. Um, I did an episode about forgiveness, but, um, and it's great. It's like, has mm, hundreds, um, close to, close to a thousand, um, downloads, you know, and for some people that's like, that's it. Well, that's huge for me. So, you know, pardon me. Um, cause it's very popular. It's called full forgiveness. And so I have always, um, known that I would get into, episodes that dealt with healing and thriving at some point. So I've been researching a lot about healing and I thought I was really completely healed. And and to be honest, I I am healed more than uh, I thought I was when I first began to do this research about two weeks ago. But I just kind of ran across um, what we call core wounds. And so on this episode, I am going to talk to you guys about core wounds, um, what those wounds are, what they look like, how they manifest in your life, how to discover what yours are, um, and just go over a couple that are pretty um, much the standout core wounds and how we can move past um, having these wounds to weigh us down emotionally, like emotional baggage. So let's talk about some core wounds, guys. All right, so let's just dive right in. Let's go ahead and talk about core wounds. Healing consists of connecting with your wounds, which, you know, you need to know what the source of your hurt is. So when I say source, I don't necessarily mean like a person or people. When I say the source of your um, your hurt and your wounds, I really mean the type of wounds that these people or a person have left you with. So for example, not being raised by my mother um, and being like not being raised by her, being passed around, um, not feeling like she cared or loved me. It left me feeling rejected. And so I didn't just develop a wound. I developed a wound of rejection. And because um, I've developed a wound of rejection, I act and respond a certain way when it comes to certain situations and and circumstances and different people. So I need to heal the wound of rejection. That's the core wound. So it's not that my mother, I don't need to heal the wound that um, my mother caused. I need to heal the rejection that my mother not being around caused. Hope I make sense. All right, so before I go any further, let me just go ahead and just explain what a core wound is. And I found a great definition on uh, lonerwolf.com. The definition says that a core wound is a deep wound that is the result of of the foundational beliefs that we were taught since birth, 
contributing to the faulty self-image that we continue to carry around with us to this day. So let's break it down. A deep wound, a core wound is a deep wound that is the result of the foundational beliefs that we were taught since birth. So the wound is a result of a belief that we were taught since birth. Now, sometimes it's not since birth. Sometimes um, a situation can change in your childhood and you can be put into a home or a family or situation that you weren't in from birth. But it's basically the foundation um, of a belief that we were told about ourselves. And it contributes to the faulty or negative or false self-image that we continue to carry around with us today. And that just means that me feeling rejected began for me almost at birth, but it, and it makes me feel as if people will always reject me. It makes me feel as if um, I'm not enough um, and something is missing. And I carry that faulty self-image with me today. And that's a great definition. I did see a lot of them, but for me, the key is a faulty self-image and we continue to carry it around with us today because everybody knows that the things that we encountered and the things that we went through growing up contribute 100% to the person or the people that we are as adults. Uh, these core wounds are called core wounds because they are at the source of your pain. They influence who you are, how you behave. They may cause you to move away from certain things or people or even move towards certain things or people. And they kind of show in what we're attracted to and our behaviors and our mannerisms. The way we move, basically. Those core wounds explain how and why we move like we do. So they show you who you truly, truly are. So let's go back to me. Due to a core wound of rejection, I do not attach to people. I don't. Uh, I keep to myself. I don't want to be rejected again. And listen, y'all, this was so mind-blowing to me. When I was reading and researching this, I was just blown away because I was like, this is me. This is this describes me to a T and I love learning more about myself because I want to be the best version of myself. And so it is not as tough as it used to be for me to uncover things about myself that I may not want to talk about and I may not want to uncover, but if it's going to make me a better person, I'm I'm okay with it. And that's exactly um ex I mean that's exactly what I'm doing as I discover my core wounds, I'm really discovering the little things about me that I knew were maybe flawed or that I needed to work on, but I'm learning about why I have those different little nuances and mannerisms. And I think that this is um, gonna help a lot of people. So, I have a core wound of rejection and because of it, I don't attach to people. I keep to myself. So many people could vouch for the fact that I seem cold and I seem distant when you first meet me. I, I really don't really care to meet people. It doesn't bother me one way or, or another uh, if I have friends or don't have friends or whatever it may be. Um, 
And I thought it was just my personality, but guess what? It's not. It's like because of my core wounds. Um, and I'm good with it. Um, I also have a core wound of inadequacy. And so um, it's like I'm constantly making sure I am doing things that make me adequate. And whoever, I don't know whose eyes. My eyes, society, I don't know. I never realized that I was doing these things because I do them kind of on a surface level, what you would call on your conscious level. Subconsciously, I feel inadequate. Subconsciously, I feel rejected. And um, I'm working hard on the surface to make sure that I do things to um, ensure that I'm I'm not going to be rejected. So I push people away first. If I'm in a situation, a relationship, let's say a romantic relationship, and something's going on and I'm already leery because I don't attach, um, I will let you go first. I will reject you and push you away before you ever have the chance to do that to me. And I knew that I did that, but just knowing kind of why, I don't know, y'all. I love this. It feels good to just kind of know about myself so I can work on some stuff. And again, this is all deep down in your your subconscious. It's very, very hard to kind of see deep down and deep dive down into your subconscious unless you really do and you uh, make an, uh, an effort to do so so that you can uncover some things. Um, so let's get back to core wounds. Okay, so hmm, core wounds of inadequacy for me causes me to be an overachieving, uh, high-strung, intrinsically motivated person. And I know you're like, high-strung, that ain't good. Nope. Nope. It, it, it probably isn't. <laughs> probably isn't. But I, I know I can be high-strung. I just know I can. But I'm, I'm so busy doing what I need to do and more to make sure that I don't, I don't want to feel inadequate. I want to, I want to feel useful. I want to feel like, you know, I am worth something because I've spent too long feeling like I wasn't. It also causes me to bite your head off. If you, so if someone tries to put me down or I feel like you're trying to put me down, or if I feel like you're being condescending, I will bite your head off and you'll probably be like, um, I'm, I'm not sure what just happened. All I said was X, Y, Z. Well, I was triggered. Okay. We all have triggers. So watch what you say. I don't like anyone trying to make me feel like I'm less than. I don't like anyone trying to make me feel like I don't deserve. I'm not, I'm not deserving. I don't, I can't, I can't do it. I don't like it. And so my reaction may not be what you thought it would be or what you think it should be, but Oh, well, you know, what, what you're going to do? Um, I already know that about myself. It's, it's a trigger of mine. So it's really imperative that you become aware of your core wounds so that you can properly heal them. You don't know what your core problem, your core wound is. How can you heal it? Um, it'll give you a sense of relief, you know, a sense of self. Because you'll finally understand who you are and why you do what you do and how you tick the way you tick. So briefly, let me just tell you how you would discover what your core wounds are. Very simple, three very simple things. Um, 
pay attention to your triggers. I just mentioned triggers. You may not know what triggers are for you. You may. Uh, I remember after, if you listen to my uh, episode about the deer, um, it's called, am I triggered or am I overreacting? And it is, it's really one of my favorite episodes because it was also like an eye-opening experience for me. And I go into how when I was in Aspen, um, Colorado this past June, almost a year, um, we were just on a preserve, a nature preserve. And long story short, deer were wandering around and I was pretty much hysterical, um, pretty much. Like I couldn't cope and I didn't understand why I had to be taken back to um, the hotel. Uh, I just couldn't handle it and I had no idea. And the people around me were also confused. They didn't know what was going on and they didn't realize that like I am more confused than you are. And what I thought about telling a friend, um, I thought I said, I said, I'm triggered. Something triggered me. And my friend reminded me of an incident that had taken place at my school in which a deer was chased out of the woods by some hunting dogs and right outside my classroom. And I know y'all probably like, what the hell she teach at? Deer running out of the woods, being chased by a hunting dog? Listen, yes, I teach in the country, but this was not, this is in, this is in the, the, what would you call it? The downtown area, you know, where the courthouse is, the barbershop, the bank. This is not normal, but it did run out of the woods and it ran right outside of my window and ended up running head first into the driver's ed car and it was bleeding out of its mouth. The dogs were like nipping at it. It couldn't stand up. It was just, it was, I was so traumatized and screaming the whole time. My students are videoing it. They videoing me cause I'm losing it. And I, when my friend reminded me of that, it's like something clicked and I was like, Oh, wow. Like it made me fear not just dogs, but deer. Like I was like, this is not supposed, this is not okay. Like this deer is it's not okay. It's running wild on our campus. And so when we saw the deer at the preserve, my reaction was out of proportion with um, my environment, with the situation. And normally when that happens, it's because you are triggered normally. And that's why I named the episode, Am I Triggered? You know, Am I Overreacting or Am I Triggered? So you have to pay attention to your triggers. That's one way to discover your core wounds. You know, why are you triggered? Why do you feel the way that you do? Like, what is it rooted in? What's going on at the time? The second thing you want to do to try to discover what your core wounds are is to pay attention to your physical body. When you get in certain situations, do you sweat? Do you shake? Do you feel sick to your stomach? Um, you know, do you sit kind of in a corner with your head down, shoulders slumped? Why do you do that? What is making you so nervous? What is really, really getting you so worked up at this time that you are physically reacting to it? What environment are you in? Um, you know, and what do they what do they come where do they come from what do they mean pay attention to anything that's going on around that time and the third and final way that you can discover what your core wounds are is to really spend time daily like recording your thoughts and your feelings this really should be it's best done journaling i don't journal it's not my zhuzh it's really not my thing um but i will actually get on 
um, this my phone or my computer, my laptop, and I'll record myself talking. That's been good for me. Every now and then I'll jot something down, but just spend some time daily recording your thoughts and your feelings. You want to notice patterns. You want to notice common threads. That what if you constantly feel that you are talking and writing about um, being left out, not having friends, or being lonely, or wishing I was doing this or that. You know, maybe you're depressed. Maybe you have a rejection wound as well. So, just three quick things that you could do to discover your core wounds. Pay attention to your triggers. Pay attention to your physical body. And once you spend time um, recording your thoughts and your feelings, pay attention to the patterns and the uh, common threads. It's going to do wonders for you. You will be shocked. All right. So now once you connect to your core wounds, you're really connecting to your inner child, first of all. So know that that's a whole nother episode. Your inner child is really who's wounded not you it's it's when it took place in your childhood and I'm gonna do some recording about um what I would call like reparenting your inner child reparenting yourself but we'll talk about that another time so just know that once you connect to those core wounds you connect into your inner child and um some things may come up that you weren't expecting but don't shy away from knowing what your core wounds are because there's a lesson in each wound you have got to fight through that pain you've got to rip that scab off you've got to let it breathe so that it can heal you have to it's very very freeing you have to go ahead and just rip that scab off and 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 try to learn like really sit in it sit in it and i always say you know stand upright in your pain i always say that don't pitch a tent in it. Just stand in it so you can heal and you can you can kind of move on. Um, as you find out more about yourself, believe it or not, you'll feel better. I, in one evening, just researching and reading and listening to um, different podcasts and watching YouTube videos, I felt so much better about myself. Like I just felt connected to myself. And it's weird, but it's, it, it wasn't scary. It's just weird. I feel very, very, very free. And I feel like I have a deeper relationship with myself. Yeah, I feel like I have a deeper relationship. And, and I appreciate myself. And I'm proud of my wounds. Uh, they leave scars. They, um, they hurt. Some of them take longer to heal. But I'm proud of them. You know, it's... It, it's me my all of my scars make up who i am and i'm proud of who i am and so hopefully you will be proud of who you are once you discover your wounds and you begin the healing process once you are aware of them you know you really have to work to understand them you have to go toe to toe with them like i said rip that scab off and jump in there dissect your wounds Allow yourself to feel whatever emotions you feel. That's my favorite thing to say. How your feelings are valid. My friends laugh at me because that's my answer to a lot of stuff. Not just the teacher in me, but you could be 55 years old. You calling me and you're telling me, I'm like, your feelings are valid. They are. You can be upset. You can be angry. 
anything that arises as a result of you really, really connecting and becoming aware of your wounds is fine. It will contribute to the healing of the wound. Okay, it's gonna contribute to the healing by just really, really diving into it. But just know that love is really what completes the healing process. I say it a lot. Hopefully by now you've been listening to me. I always say that love, specifically self-love, it is the key to everything. Nobody can tell me any different. Self-love. You see the results of how much you love yourself every day in everything that you do. Don't debate me on this. Self-love is just everything and it'll help you understand that your wounds don't define you. When you really love yourself and you go through this process, you know, writing down on paper that I was high strung was not the easiest thing to do, but you know what? I'm precious. Like I, I, that's me. And I know that I can work on that as I catch myself being real high strung and kind of creating a tense situation that's, that doesn't have to be there. I can work on it, I can pull back, but I am who I am. And I love myself high, strong and all. That's why self-love is the key to this. If you begin to rip scabs off of these wounds and these feelings and emotions that you have not encountered in years begin to arise, or maybe you've never encountered them, it could lead you down the wrong path. Make sure this is done in love. You have to love yourself. Going through this process, because I'm not done. I know there's some work down in there. Like I said, it's shown me who I really am. But as I'm doing it, I'm doing a little self-talk. Like, precious, you are still the bomb. You know, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. The things that you've been through, the scars that you have, they make you exactly who you are. They make you unique. So don't worry about it. You know, the wounds that we do uh, receive as a child, the wounds that were inflicted upon us as a child, they do manifest in adulthood. Um, And so, you know, just know they can dictate whether you're happy or not. They can dictate the entire path of your life. Your entire journey can be predicated upon these wounds that need healing. So it is so worth doing the work. So some of us, have done work on our core wounds. We may not call them core wounds because I've done some work on some things and I didn't know they were core wounds. But just in case you haven't done the work and you kind of don't know whether or not you've um, discovered what your unhealed core wounds are, here's a few signs. If you feel like you have to be a uh, a perfectionist, Um, If you have like a perfectionistic attitude, that's a new word. I like that. Uh, Self-esteem comes from outcomes of actions and not the intentions behind them. I jotted that down. So it's it's like um, your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself is based on things that you do. Not necessarily why you do them. So my self-esteem, for example, let's say I donate a large amount of money to um, St. Jude, St. Jude's. I feel like I'm the bomb 
I feel like I'm dope as hell because I actually, the action of donating the money and I'm making sure people know and I'm broadcasting the fact that I donated the money. The difference between that would be that I donated a large amount of money and I feel like an amazing person because I donated that money because I experienced a child that had cancer and I was able to build a bond and a relationship with that child and that child's family. And I know how those uh, families and those kids feel and I just really want to give back out of the kindness of my heart. If you're the type who do, who you know, you do things just for the action, just to say you did it, you probably have some unhealed core wounds. Do you have chronic anxiety issues? That's another sign. If you're emotionally numb, I would put myself kind of in the category of emotionally numb. I am so much better, but I, I, that's, I, I need, I'm still working on my emotions and my feelings and just allowing not myself to feel as much, but allowing other people to know how I feel reaching out for help when I need help, when I'm feeling down and sad, um, or just emotionally not connecting to people, which we know I don't want to connect anyway, because I don't want to be rejected. And if I do connect and something goes wrong, I'm gonna reject you first. Cause I have a core wound of rejection. Like it's just crazy over here. <laughs> uh, do you look for relationships that you feel will complete you? You feel incomplete without people and you look for people to fill in a certain space and make you feel complete. No one should make you feel complete. You should feel complete. Um, I'm just not the type of person that says like, yeah, you know, um, I met so-and-so and they really complete me. Mm, that's amazing. That's wonderful. That's all you, baby, if that's you. I want to feel like my life has been enhanced by someone but I would like to think I'm a whole person for them. Do you feel inadequate? You often feel like you're not enough. Do you feel like you are abandoned, have been abandoned by someone? Are you re resentful? Do you feel betrayed? Those are just a few of the other um, things that you may, or, or characteristics and signs that you may have if you have unhealed core wounds. So just know that core wounds can vary. Um, they can, then they're never going to be the same. You may, and you're never going to find a list that has, it's just this list of every single type of core wound you can have. But there are four main ones or more popular ones, I should say, that um, people connect with more than others. And here they are. Uh, abandonment. Core wound of abandonment is a very uh, common core wound. You feel like something is wrong with you. You feel like you're unlovable and unimportant. Uh, a core wound of betrayal makes you feel unworthy, hopeless, and it makes you feel like a failure. You have a core wound of physical, sexual, mental, or emotional abuse. You feel ugly. You feel like you don't deserve certain things. Um, you feel like you're out of control. You're not, you don't have control over your life or your decisions. You feel weak. Uh, you don't feel safe. Often you feel unsafe. 
And when bad things kind of happen to you, you know, you feel like you deserve it. And the core wound of rejection, the fourth one is, is very, very um, common. You just feel shameful. You feel like a bad person. Um, you feel like you don't deserve love and care and concern. You also feel as if you have to be perfect, you know, because you don't want to be rejected. You just don't think you'll ever belong because you just feel like you will always be rejected and pushed away. So again, some common core wounds, definitely not um, an all-inclusive list, but abandonment, betrayal, physical, sexual, mental, and emotional abuse, number three, and then number four is rejection. Um, so I just gave you a just an overview of core wounds and just some of the work I've been doing lately. I wanted to share that with you guys. I am feeling very, very good about my progress. And I want to know how you guys are doing. Please, please share your stories and just let me know. You can email me at unmotheredandunbothered at gmail.com. That would be amazing. Uh, if you follow me on social at unmothered, unbothered podcast on IG, send me a message. If you are a part of the Unmothered and Unbothered private group or the page, the Unmothered and Unbothered podcast on Facebook, send me a message. Let me know how you are doing the work when it comes to your core wounds. I love doing the work. It's amazing. I love that I know what my core wounds are. Um, I know that there could be more. I'm sure there are. But I just love learning more about myself. And I can recognize the toxicity in myself and character flaws that I may have. Because, uh, yeah, uh, newsflash, sometimes we're the toxic person. So I want to be able to notice those things. I'm in a better position to have like a meaningful life. And I'm in a better position to have meaningful relationships with others and with myself. All because I'm doing the work. Let me know how you're doing the work. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will holla at y'all later. Okay, guys, you've just listened to another episode of Unmothered and Unbothered. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did enjoy making it. If you did enjoy it, please leave me a rating and a review in iTunes. Head over to IG and follow me at Unmothered Unbothered Podcast. I also have a Facebook page. Please go like and follow the Unmothered and Unbothered Podcast. And please feel free to join the private Unmothered and Unbothered group within that Facebook page. If you need me for anything else, you can always email me at unmotheredandunbothered at gmail.com.